Hi, welcome. We did it again. We made it. Another week. We survived. We powered through. We persevered. We pushed P. I still don't know what that means, but I've been saying it like I do. You know what it means? What does it mean? Are you on are you on mic or do I have to repeat what you're saying? Okay, he's never on mic, so I get to take a pause. What does it mean? It's being a player. So, like, you're pushing puss. No, like pushing players. Pushing. Like, if you have a Rolex on your wrist. If you have a Rolex on your wrist, that's pushing P. If you got that Gucci polo, that's pushing P. If If you listen to this podcast, that's pushing P. Shout out to all my P pushers listening to this episode. Um, People thought it was, that's like, man... That's how you know you're out of the loop is when you become your mom. Like, oh, LOL, lots of love. How sweet. Yikes. But I just found out I'm not Gen Z, so it's been a pretty tough week for me just kind of dealing with all that, finding out that I'm at the end of millennial. Um, I think if you have to take a BuzzFeed quiz to find out what generation you're in, You're not Gen Z, I'll tell you that. You're definitely a millennial. If you've taken any sort of BuzzFeed test to figure out which Disney princess you are, no Gen Z pass for you. But, you know, I know what the kids are doing. I keep up. I'm on TikTok. I I see the youth. You know, me at 26, I'm just an old soul. It's so funny how many YouTube comments I get being like, calm down, you're not that old. I'm like, what am I saying that makes me seem like I'm so old? But also, you know, I'm an old soul. Me and Benjamin, we got those sad eyes. He has the saddest eyes. He looks at me and I'm like, what happened to you? He just gives you this stare where it's like, did you want me to rescue you? You seem miserable. But I think that's why I like him so much. You know, I love a case. I love love a case of... You know, Ali needs to work extra hard. That's why I do comedy. I just want everyone to like me. Is that a good reason to get into comedy? No. Does it work sometimes? Does it often work? No. But sometimes. And that's what makes it worth it. I hope you guys enjoyed last week's episode with uh, Chad from Carolina Liar. I love talking to him. He was a cool dude. I watched the video. I also realized I didn't, uh, I didn't do enough, like, Like, I I, maybe I'll... I I still have time to edit that episode. What's up? I still have time to edit that episode. I can tell Lee to... uh, I feel like we should put in his music before the episode so people know. Edit it in. What? Oh, I have to ask. He'll say, yeah. Uh, Oh, yeah, I don't know. Well, either way, I'm sure people Googled it, but... Such an interesting... I watched the clip of him with David Dobrik, him surprising David Dobrik so many times after he came on the podcast. I get so obsessed with things, and then I just binge watch it all. Someone told me when I was petting Benjamin on another episode that I was petting him too hard. And I used to just pet him, like, really soft, you know, like this, no nails or anything. And then my boyfriend was freaking, like, really digging in. And he was like, Benjamin loves it. And so then I started doing it, and he does love it. And it's not that hard, but it is good. You know, because when I'm getting my back stretched, sometimes you want the soft little gentles, but then sometimes you're like, just get in there. So he's kind of a get-in-there kind of guy. Enough about Benjamin. 
Um, I was in, so this is kind of a weird episode because I had chat on last week. And so I have so much catching up with you to do, but at the same time, you know, a week will go by before the next episode. Just interesting how time, you know, plays out. But when you're listening to this episode, I'm going to be in New York City, baby. And I'll only this episode will come out. Yeah, I don't know. I'll have a few days left in New York. It was a last minute trip, a little bit impromptu, but I have something filming. I'm filming something on March 1st and uh, I want to be prepared and I, I didn't have anything booked in L.A. or on the road. And so I figured, hey, I'll go to New York for, you know, 10 days or so and do a bunch of shows and run this set that's going to be filmed because I want it to be good. I want to feel prepared. So that's what I'm doing. And I'm bringing Benjamin with me. Never flown with a dog ever in my life. So I don't know how that'll work. Hopefully he's a good boy. I'm going to drug him out, put him on some Benny D. Benjamin on the Benny, on the Benadryl, Benadryl Benjamin. That's it. What's up with this weird backwards cough you're doing? Did you hear that? Mm. You okay? You okay, beans? Um, what? What? Fight me. Fight me, I dare you. I dare you. That's what I thought. Um, so I was in Corpus Christi this past week and, uh, and I'd never been to Corpus Christi, man. It's so annoying how TikTok has ruined my brain. When I say something, when I said, I never been, I've never been, I just thought of the audio on TikTok. That's like, I never been with a baddie. She calls her, add it to the tally. And I said, but I'm calling her Maddie. See, I keep up with Gen Z. God, my brain is truly becoming mush. The only thing that's saving me is Wordle, and I cheat on Wordle. Sorry, but if I'm getting to the last two lines and I haven't figured it out, you bet your ass I'm Googling five-letter words that contain the letters I-E in no particular order and just doing, you know, a little cross-analysis on what's left for me. Yeah, I'm not afraid to admit it. I'm not going to lose a game of Wordle because I'm too proud. No. I try to do it on my own. Once I've ran out of all my guesses, then I go to uh, then I go to the trusty old Google and figure it out. Even that takes some amount of skill. Cheating does take a skill. You know, people always say, oh, cheating's for losers, whatever. I don't think anyone said that. I don't know what people say about cheating, but um, I think you do have to. It's a different type of smarts to get away with cheating. You know, you have to do deduction and reasoning and common sense. And uh, yeah, so I take pride in cheating on word games. Yeah. No shame. Get on mic, you bitch. You little slut. My boyfriend's just mocking me from the sidelines. Ooh, it must be so easy for you, Mr. Producer Man. Not having to make anyone laugh. Good for you, just sitting in your chair playing Hearthstone like a big shot. Yeah, judge me from your little gamer chair, why don't you? We just celebrated Valentine's Day, so we're just still feeling a little bit giddy and excited. Um, we did have a pretty wild Valentine's Day. 
We had so much sex all day. No, we actually did. We haven't had sex in what, like a week at least? Because we didn't bone right before Corpus. Did we? Uh, yes. Yeah, we did. Good for me. Putting out a little slut. <laughs> but, um, oh boy, we're off to a rocky start on this episode. I think I get distracted with Benjamin here. I mean, I always get distracted, but whatever. Okay. Reel it in, Makovsky. I went to Corpus Christi. I'd never been. I'd never been with a baddie. Yash, come so I add it to the telly. Can you do the dance to that? No. Now, I never been with a baddie. Yeah, I don't know the dance either. Um, but I know tally is this. Lines, 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 points, points, points. Come here. Um, okay, come on. Come on. I need to go back on ADD medication. This is insane. Yeah, it's just a slippery slope. As soon as I start doing the ADD medication, then I'm going to be on meth, and then I'm going to be on speed, and then I'm going to be dead. And that's just what happens. I do think I need to be on something. I should get one of those dog shot collars. Next time we do the podcast, I'm going to get one of those and I'm going to put it on and use zap me every time I get off subject. And then I come all over the place because I secretly love being zapped by dog collars. And then we'll get way more views because the whole episode I'll just be like, yeah. All right. So as I was saying, Corpus Christi. I have never been there, but, and I also had no idea until I Googled fun things to do in Corpus Christi, which there are about two. Google told me there's two things. Uh, There's water that no one really goes in, and then there's the Salina Museum. It feels weird saying Salina like Salina, you know? Did you see the movie? In the movie, her brother's like, Selena. So now I just want to say it like that. Or you add an S to the end of it. That's how the real fools do it. Selena's. Is this cancelable material or just on the cusp of? Yeah, I don't know either. I mean, I just thought I saw the movie. That's how they said it. I'm already. Uh, I'm already trying to explain myself. I could fall in love. Babe, I really need your support on this episode. Just like looking at me, staring at me, laughing at me. Yeah. Yeah, I need you. I can't be singing Selena to dead eyes over there. Thanks. Uh... Good shake. Good shake, you little stinky butt. Sorry, for those of you audio listeners, I was talking to my boyfriend. All right. So I'm killing it on this episode. I went to Corpus Christi. All they had was a Selena Museum. And all I got was this shirt. You know, those shirts that say, I want to... Dude, this is so annoying. I need a camera that's just on you showing how annoying you are off camera. Um, 
Corpus Christi. I didn't end up even going to the to the Selena Museum. It also didn't really look like a museum. It looked like a studio apartment that had photos of Selena on the walls in certain outfits and a convertible car. That was about it. So I don't know. I didn't. Yeah, anyway, cool that she's from there, I think. I didn't do any sightseeing, but I had my boy CJ Landry out there. He lives in Austin. Funny comic. My friend Corbin came down to hang out, spend the day with us. And uh, what did we do? Did we do anything interesting together? Yes. Okay. Okay. So I kind of briefly talked about it on last week's episode, but... Okay, I guess I'll get into it again. Here we go. So my Aunt Maureen, she died two years ago, and she was the best. I mean, it's like, what do you—I don't want to keep—everyone, when someone dies, everyone's like, they were the best. But she truly was, like, the best. So nice. She made you feel so special. She was always good vibes, happy. Just the life of the party, life of wherever she went. Good vibes. So— My sister, my oldest sister, had this idea for her 64th birthday, which was on February 11th, to send out $20 to friends and family and have everyone use that $20 for some sort of good deed, some sort of act of kindness, so that maybe, you know, this chain reaction would happen and um, people would just kind of spread positivity. Everyone would push P on my Aunt Maureen's birthday. And... um, And so I had my $20. I knew that I was going to be in Corpus for my aunt's birthday. So I kept it in my pocket and I was going to go to the nail salon because my aunt would always take me to the nail salon. Um, And I was planning on using the $20 to like, you know, help pay for someone's nails at the salon. And this is kind of the fucked up part. In order to do that, I was going to have to like look around the salon to see if there's someone who looked less fortunate or who like looked like they could use 20 bucks for the nails. And to be fair, when I did go to the nail salon, a lot of people in there looked like they could have used the 20. Did I give it to them? No. Because God had other plans in store for me. I got an Uber over to the nail salon. It was this lovely woman, Dawn. And first, for off the bat, I'm about to get into the back seat. you know, good lift customer. And, uh... And she's like, no, 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 sweetie, get in the front seat. That way it feels like we're just girlfriends. And I'm like, hell yes, Don. So I hop in the front, which I was also reluctant to do. I'm like, let me just sit in the back and just kind of do my own thing. But I said yes, sat in the front seat. We were talking. I was, you know, talking about getting my nails done. And she was like, yeah, I haven't gotten my nails done in so long. You know, I'm really trying to save up money right now. And it kind of put this idea in my head. I'm like, what if... I took Dawn to the nail salon with me to get her nails done. But I don't want to say it off the bat because sometimes I get really impulsive and then I'm like, why did I do that? I should have like thought about it a little bit longer. So I'm like, you know, once I get to the nail salon, then I'll mention it if I think that's maybe a good idea or whatever. And on the car ride over, she's saying some crazy stuff. She's like, you know, just politically things that I don't necessarily agree with, but I don't give a rat's ass. I'm like, I'm not going to be mean or say something like, I'm just not that type of person. I don't care. 
I mean, and I know I should, and even not caring is some sort of act of violence in some way, but it's not that. It's just like I don't see what's helpful about being rude or shunning or, you know, whatever the F. So me and Don, we're just chatting. We're talking about Russia and, um, you know, being Karens and wearing masks and all that good stuff. And, uh, and once she dropped me off, she was so sweet. And I was like, Dawn, I have a random question for you. Would you like to go get your nails done with me, my treat? She was like, yeah. Like, are you really? Yeah. So I was like, hell yes. So me and Dawn, we go inside and she also wants to get this like fancy dip on her nails, like a type of acrylic with this ombre design, you know, fading from white to blue, whatever. I was like, it's your day, Dawn. I'm just here for it. So we got our nails done. And and then when we were done getting our nails done, she was like, Allie, I'm taking you out to lunch. And I had nothing going on. I'm in Corpus Christi, you know. They only have two things to do there, Selena Museum and water that you don't go into. So... I went out to lunch with Don. We had a great time at Fish and Chips from this place called Snoopy's. If you're ever in Corpus Christi, Snoopy's is delicious. It's so good. Right on the water. It's beautiful. Good fish and chips. So we went to Snoopy's and then on the drive back, she was like, so what do you do for work? Also, she's like in her, you know, early 50s. She's like, how old are you? I'm like, I'm 26. She's like, what do you do for work? I was like, oh, I do stand-up comedy. And she was like, that's so cool. I'm like, yeah, I don't really tell people um, because they think I'm just going to like, you know, talk about them and, you know, joke about them on stage or whatever. And she was like, oh, girl, like you could say anything you want about me or something like that. Just good vibes. Good vibes. Um, so then I invited her to my show and the next night her and her husband and her friends came to my show and we had a blast and it felt really good, um, to be able to do that and just make her feel, make her feel special because that's all anyone wants. And then last week on the episode, I don't want to keep repeating what I've said, but my sister did something really cool and it wasn't even that big of an act of kindness. It was just kind of like taking the time to listen to someone and be with someone and help someone just a little bit. And that woman like literally messaged my sister after being like, I was so inspired by that. I was literally like in such a dark place thinking about, you know, ending it. And, uh, you know, that small thing really just like helped me get through the day. So I don't know. It was just kind of heartwarming to think that you know, it's always easier to kind of ignore and, you know, head down, just go throughout the day. But it really is those small little moments that can mean a lot to someone. And I also know that right now people are people are in, you know, dark head spaces. And I get that. I'm like constantly in and out of that. So just, uh, just push P, get through it. I don't have really great advice, but it'll pass at some point, you know? And that's my little spiel for this episode. But after that, 
my buddy Corbin came by and then CJ. What did we do? We didn't really do anything that first or was that the first night? Yeah, it was. So after the first night of shows, uh, we went to we were trying to play pool somewhere. We wanted to do some billiards. So we went down to like the downtown area and there's all these bars and there's not really like there's two pool tables at one bar, but they're both occupied. And it was so weird. It was like an Irish bar. It was called like Murray's or something or like Mully's, something like that. Some sort of Irish bar. Literally nothing Irish about it. They're playing like EDM music. There's two pool tables. People are drinking out of those like fishbowl drinks. Literally not a thing Irish about it. It really made the Irish side of me angry. I got mad. So we looked up like pool halls. That way we knew that we'd be able to play. And we found this one. And as we're pulling up, I forget what it's called, the pool place. But I know what the other place is called. So as we're pulling up, there's a big sign in front of the pool hall that says Cabaret Gentleman's Club, like right behind or something. And I was like, oh, I know I'm about to go to this strip club. I just have to, especially when you're on the road. You want to see what other cities have to offer, especially a place like Corpus Christi. I'm like, show me what you're working with, Corpus. And uh, so we played a little bit of pool, but I was I was off my game. I was honestly just waiting until we could go to the strip club. And so finally, also, I'm reading the Yelp reviews of this strip club, and it's so funny. Let me pull it up. Yelp. One moment, please. Cabaret Gentlemen's Club. I think that's what it was called. It was in... I think I need to uh, change the location. Corpus Christi. What? Maybe it wasn't called... I'll just look up Gentlemen's Club. Let's just say there were no gentlemen there. What's it called? Strip Club? Do I look up Strip Club? I thought it was... I thought the sign said Gentlemen's Club. What is there a difference between Gentlemen's Club and Strip Club? Okay. Oh, the palace. It was called the palace. Even better. The palace. Okay, so here's the reviews on the palace. Um, okay. One year ago, Cast G said, super nice club. It holds up to the Vegas club as far as the building. Food is fantastic. What? Very friendly staff. The owner is super good looking and friendly. I wouldn't trust him alone with your wives. Okay, so that's a positive review. And then we have MJE, MJE, one star, one year ago. He said, this place used to be really great to visit and have a great time. It really has gone to shit. Jalissa, Yolissa C., over two years ago, said, my boyfriend accidentally left his wallet with money in it. And when we got in there, was no cash in it. The manager did absolutely nothing for us and said it was out of his hands. Don't waste your money here. Cotter S. over three years ago said, girls are not that pretty. A person I know was, oh wait, damn, was drugged and had a credit card. This must be a different place because the place 
where I was reading reviews were so, oh fuck god damn it fuck me in the butthole it is called the cabaret men's club not gentlemen's club the reviews on this one were funny the reviews on the other one were actually pretty sad okay here we go Boxer Natty 88 over five years ago said the dirtiest pussy club ever. All the chairs had stains on them. The place stunk of dirty ass and pussy. Dirty strippers. One white girl with a fat ass. I don't recommend coming here unless you want to catch a venereal disease just by sitting on the chairs. Place is a big joke. This one says from Richard S. One star over six years ago. This place sucks balls from the owner to the management. I haven't from the windows to the walls. From the owner to the management. I haven't been there in almost five years. Decided to go in and they refused to serve me over an incident that happened five years ago. I mean, come on. I only forcibly groped her without her consent. No, he didn't say that. But it's like, obviously, if they remember you in five years have passed, there's probably a good reason I just am picturing that's his response. That's what he's not telling us. He's like, I only dragged one of them outside and punched her in the face and forced her to, you know, whatever. Okay, so he said, that was off off the record. That was my interpretation. I'd boycott the place if I were you because there are a bunch of cop-calling pussies that work there. Oh, yeah, clearly he did something fucked up. There's cop calling pussy. How many strip clubs have to call the cops? Clearly he did something. There's a bunch of cop calling pussies that work there. Please do yourself a favor and don't set foot on their property. It's not worth it. And the women who work there are a bunch of skanky whores who can't get a real job anywhere else. It's like, yeah, you go to a strip club for skanky whores. They're not doing that when they're not at work. Some of them probably are, but I know plenty of strippers who have just regular day-to-day lives, and then they hoard up for the clubs. That's the whole point. You don't go to the strip club because you want to see, you know, Jessica from HR at your work. You want to see Rebecca the sales on the sales team shaking her ass. You want to see a skanky whore. And they do have them there at the Cabaret Men's Club. They got plenty of plenty of whores. It was beautiful to watch. I learned a lot. Um, That was my first time going to a strip club where the ladies take their um, boobies out. Every strip club I've been to, you got to have your tits in your bikini tops. I'd never seen loose tits at a club like that. And it was crazy. I, I realized I get so prude when I go out to a strip club. I'm like, get all shy and embarrassed. I'm like, oh my God. Um, I get so nervous because I also, I don't know what to do. I don't know what I'm allowed to do. I feel unnatural, like throwing dollars, something about it. And I know that that's just me being, you know, like probably like a judgy whore. I just don't know how to do it. I want to, I want to look like a vet, you know, at the club. I want to be making it rain in the right way. But there was one girl who was dancing and me and my friend Corbin, we were a fan, so... He was like, come with me. We go up to her. She's dancing. All of a sudden, she leans over towards us with her raw titties out, and she starts, like, smacking them in our face. I'd never—I wasn't really looking for that. I wasn't expecting that. I didn't love it. 
I didn't hate it, but I wasn't trying to have that happen. And it was weird because I was with my buddy Corbin. So she had one titty in both of our faces. And I kind of turned my head. Like, you know, when you're on a first date with someone and they go in for the kiss and you and you kind of do the cheek. I did the cheek to her titty. And so my cheeks to her titty, her titty's slapping on my cheek. And I'm just looking straight into my friend Corbin's face as he's getting his face slapped by titty. And I didn't know what to do, but... It felt powerful what she was doing. And when I got home from the strip club, I did practice my stripper moves in the mirror because I was like, man, it looks so cool when they do it. There was one stripper there who looked like, you know, a seasoned vet. She wasn't even wearing like stripper shoes. She was just wearing like beach wedges. Like, you know, the wedges that you would wear, like that women wear to Vegas hotels, pools, Vegas hotel pool. She was wearing like clog wedges, just like a chunky platform wedge heel. And she was like hardly moving. She looked tired. She looked like she had a long shift. That was that was pretty rough to watch. And then you feel bad. You know, I'm kind of like judging some of them. I'm like, man, she's not she's not that hot. And then I'm like, who am I? I'm not bold enough to get freaking naked and dance on people. That takes a lot of skills and guts and confidence. And I don't have it in that way. I also, I feel like I'd be so selective if I, I'd be such a bitch stripper. You know, if someone wanted to dance with me, I'd be like, man, they're ugly. I'm not down. You can't have that. You just got to have drive. It's about drive. It's about power. We stay hungry. We devour. You know that song by The Rock? The Rock has that song. Listen to it. Pull it up. It's about drive. It's about power. We stay hungry. We devour. Put in the work get what's ours and take i forget the words take what's ours <gasps> it's with tech nine the rock featuring tech nine or other way around <sighs> but yeah went to that strip club i saw the most aggressive lap dance this woman was literally they were on like swivel chairs it was like these round little swivelly chairs not like an office chair it was cushiony and you know, nice, but it was also swivelly. And so this woman's like freaking backing her ass so hard into the guy that he's just swiveling around the entire place. Are you listening to the song? What? Hello? Oh, yeah, I think it's the song. Oh, yeah, here's the song. They go wrong. No, you gotta skip to the rocks part. I don't know. No. You gotta keep skipping. Oh, yeah. Here we go. They gonna take a visa. Uh, it's about drive. It's about power. We stay hungry. We devour. Work. Hours. Take what's ours. Oh, so he does say hours twice. It's just different. Motherfucking name. What do you think? It's so good. The Rock freaking rocks. Now I know how he got his name. Um, yeah, crazy lap dances I witnessed, but yeah, I just, I don't, I feel like that Ricky Bobby Talladega Nights, I'm like, I don't know what to do with my hands when I'm at the strip club. I don't know, but I had a good time. I was exhausted, went to bed, two shows in Corpus, um, 
And then I came home and yeah, now I'm only home for like two days and then I'm leaving again. But we celebrated Valentine's Day, me and me and the boys. We went to a nice fancy dinner, but it sucked because so many people made reservations like so far in advance that our reservation was at 945. And I like to think that I'm a late night person. So I'm like, oh, that's not even bad. We probably already have dinner typically around like nine ish. But man, by the time the appetizer came out, I was wiped out. My eyes were like slowly starting to shut. And the food was so good, but it was so like carb heavy that that just starts putting you in a coma. We were so tired. Oh, I just had a nasty burp. Oh, yeah, it was all that caviar we had. No, we didn't have caviar. It was like 150 bucks for caviar. No, thank you. Oh, you know what they did that was fucked up? And also it was so funny because me and my boyfriend aren't used to going to fancy restaurants. So like everything on the menu, we had to ask the server. We were like, what does that mean? What does that mean? Could you explain what this is? And then what was the other thing that we were laughing about that we didn't know what to do? Oh, yeah. Our appetizer was like this bread, like a thin little like mini bread baguette type of bread it was like one little slice of it well two slices we each had one and on top of the little bread crust it was uh it was a bricotta it was a burrata with ricotta stuffed in it that sounds like a rock song it's about burrata it's with ricotta it is stuffed up to the from the top to the bottom so then there was that on top of it. And then on top of that was artichoke palms all facing in a circular upward shape. And then inside of that was pine nuts. So I'm like, am I, do I cut into this? Do I just shove the whole thing in my mouth? We were really struggling on how to figure out how to eat that properly. And then my boyfriend had an allergic reaction to the pears. His lips were getting all puffy. His tongue was swelling. And my boyfriend was trying to make all these stupid dad jokes the entire time. Like when the host just came around, she was like, uh, do you guys have a reservation for Patrick? And he was like, no, but I'll take it. What'd you say? Something like that. Like, no, but if you need me to be Patrick, I can be. Something like that. And I was like, what are you doing? And then we get to the table and the server is like, do you guys have any food allergies we should know about? And I was like, nope. And my boyfriend's like, penicillin. Now on the menu here, he was literally trying to pull like some Rick Glassman type shit. He said it afterwards. He was like, I was trying to make like a Rick Glassman type of joke. So he he makes the joke, which he is allergic to penicillin. Obviously, they're not serving up penicillin on the menu. But clearly he's allergic to frickin' pears because we got this prosciutto and pear thing and his tongue started swelling and I'm like, yeah, imagine trying to tell her no one feels bad for you and your stupid dad joke. Um, and then, oh, so then, okay. So we sit at the table, they're like, we order and she's like, oh, do you want me to get you guys like some bread to start with? We're like, yeah, sure, of course. We're not going to say no to bread. It turns out they friggin' charged us for the bread. What the fuck is this? Not Olive Garden? 
The bread was so good, though. The bread was delicious. We didn't even eat it. We were so full. And she also was like, you guys should order like two to three plates per person. She should, she should have said two to two and a half plates per person because five plates would have been good. We did one plate too much. Five plates would have been good. Four plates would have been perfectly fine. But yeah, we ordered too much. We were powering through. It was so good. The food was great. But yeah, what was the other thing that happened? The the water. Well, I knew that. At fancy places, you know, they try and get you to buy a bottle of water, still or sparkling. And I didn't know how to say it fancily, but I wanted to just be like, tap is good. We're definitely being brocos at the Italian restaurant. I ordered a Shirley Temple. You ordered a blood orange Italian soda. So we splurged. I'd say we splurged. Not me. You splurged. Yeah, we were fancy. But yeah, hell no, I'm not paying for a bottle of water. Mm -mm. We watched the Super Bowl. We did a lot in the two days that I was here. Right? Watch the Super Bowl. I was hoping that my little Chobani commercial would play because that would be cool. So we did pretend that it played during the Super Bowl and we fake reacted to watching the YouTube video of the Chobani commercial. And I posted that and everyone was like, how did I miss this? And I'm like, you literally didn't miss it. It was not on. Nothing is real. This was a fake video. But the Super Bowl was fun. The commercials, I, I got insane and yeah is it corny to like the super bowl commercials of course it is do i care no give me the little joy that i have in these things left that didn't make sense as a sentence but yeah if i like the fucking super bowl commercials then let me have it because there's maybe about three things that i like oh you know what pissed me off today i keep burping i'm sorry I'm sorry. I know there's like two of you who probably really love it when I burp, but the rest of you find it disgusting, and I get that. I went to El Pollo Loco before the podcast. Got my boyfriend some bean rice and cheese burritos, and I got myself a tostada. No shell, no sour cream. I wanted the salad, but I wanted the tostada, the classic tostada. No shell, no sour cream. And they gave me the most disgusting salad ever. Oh, it pissed me off. And no fork. So I was eating it with my fingers like a baby, like a toddler. And that's so difficult to eat with your fingers because there's dressing and lettuce and whatever. God, it pissed me off. I'm going to go back there on my drive home. I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm going to try and get a bean rice and cheese burrito from there. Because the whole thing... About the classic tostada is that it has beans and rice in the salad. And I wanted, I like when my salad is warm. I know it sounds disgusting, but when the beans and the rice heat up the lettuce, something magical happens because it still tastes crisp and refreshing, but it's warm and it gives you that feeling of happiness and peace and joy. So yeah, I'm going to go back there. I never do that. I've never done that before. I might not even end up doing it. And I'll pay for a BRC. But uh, yeah, I guess it's pointless to go. Should I do it? 
It feels really stupid to do it. They can't do anything. You have vlog it, put them on blast. Guys, the Alpine Loco at this location, they really freaking messed up. Apparently, apparently they didn't, they didn't understand my order. And apparently they didn't put the rice and beans in my salad. And apparently I didn't have a fork. And apparently I ate with my thumbs. Yeah, that pissed me off. That got me un on edge. What was I talking about before that? The Super Bowl commercials. I got so excited. When I saw babies flying a plane and babies doing this shit, I was like, this makes me so happy. This reminds me of those old E-Trade commercials. Remember those commercials? The little babies talking, doing business. I loved it. I loved those E-Trade commercials. That was about 2008. I remember I was in eighth grade and I talked about it at school after the Super Bowl because I just was LOLing. And then, sure enough, that commercial with all the babies in it was the E-Trade commercial. And I said, look at them, full circle, coming back to their roots. Way too many, uh, way too many coin bits, Bitcoin, online money stuff. Four? What? There were only four? No, there were so many commercials about, like, online money. I don't know. I just, I don't trust it. I'm not getting behind it. And I could be biting my own words. Is that the phrase or the saying? Biting my tongue by saying that? Chewing my words? Yeah. I don't know what the saying is, but maybe I'm entirely wrong. And this is going to be embarrassing to look back on. And I'll say, why didn't you get online money? Why didn't you buy the money that comes from a QR code? And, you know, maybe I'll be an idiot, but I just don't like it. I don't like it. I want to start putting money in my mattress, burying it in the backyard. That's the kind of money I like. That's spite money. That's fuck you money. Mmm. Liquid Death had a commercial and people were so upset about it. Did you know that, babe? Yeah, they had a commercial where kids were drinking Liquid Death and they were like acting like they were all drunk. It's like these kids going wild drinking Liquid Death at like a house party. And then the mom comes out and she looks at them and she's pregnant and then she takes a sip of Liquid Death. And people are like, this is so bad. How could you be, you know, whatever. Literally, and then people are like, why is it called Liquid Death? It's so insane that... I mean, sure, is it a stupid name? Yeah. Yeah, it's a terrible name. But, like, how do people actually get upset? They just need to take a sip of the LD, and they'll know what's good for them. And it's water. I wish I was just... Uh, lifetime supplied and sponsored by them. I wish every time I mentioned them I got paid for it, but unfortunately... Uh, I'm not currently sponsored by them, so this is making me no money. But I have some good ideas for them. I, I've been I've been messaging them online, giving them some ideas for, you know, maybe future commercials, whatever. Anyway, they had a good commercial. Were there any commercials that you liked, babe? Any that you remember that stood out to you? Um. <sighs> yeah. Um, 
the halftime show was incredible. You know, stop shitting on my man, 50 Cent. That really made me angry. 50 deserves nothing but love and support. He's been shot nine times. He, when I was a kid, he was one of the most influential rappers. I knew all the words to Candy Shop. Uh, I knew G-G-G-G-G-G-G-Unit. I was saying that at like six, seven years old. Because what, that was around 2003, 2002? His influence was, you know, huge. I love the man. Man, I got chills during the halftime show. That's how I also know I'm not Gen Z. If you got chills, if you got emotional watching these guys just have fun doing the hits, knowing they've made a huge impact on the music and just culture, man, I got, I got emotion. Sorry, I did. And the game was fine to watch, I guess. I don't know. I got to eat some good dips, which is all I really care about. I love a good dip. I love a salty chip. That's all I want. And so I had a pretty, I had a pretty, this was a good weekend. Now I'm going to New York. I'm getting a little anxious. I'm getting anxious because I'm traveling with the dog and he better be a good boy. I hope he's, I hope he's, I hope he likes New York. I hope he likes the Big Apple. He's going to wear a sweater when he's there, so that'll be a fun challenge. Um, But the weather's just going to be so weird this week, so we'll see. I'm going to try and go to SNL the last night I'm there. LCD Sound System is performing and John Mulaney's hosting, so that would be really cool. But we'll see. We'll see. Anyway, that's my week. I have some shows coming up. I would love it if you came out to them. If you want to see me, I'll be in Sacramento. I'll be in Philadelphia. I heard the venue, the punchline in Philly is like this massive venue. I'm not going to sell it out. There's no way. But it would be great if you told all your friends and you invited a bunch of people and you just spread the word. You know, because it, it doesn't feel good performing in that large of a club. And, you know, obviously it feels good that people show up, but it's weird when it's such a big club. It can feel very daunting. So any help would be appreciated. Go to AllieMikofsky.com slash shows. Um, if you want to support me and the podcast, or if you want to do a Zoom hang every month, go to patreon.com slash Allie Makofsky. And um, when you're a part of the Patreon, if you message me on there, you can get a free ticket to a show when I'm in your uh, city. So that's a nice little perk. Um, and that's about it. Take care. Try to do a small gesture. So at some point this week, it kind of takes you out of your own head and makes you feel good, even if it is some weird type of narcissistic good where you're like, I'm a good person because I did this. Who cares? It made you feel good and you help someone along the way. So soak it in. Eat it up. Eat some butt. And uh, I'll talk to you guys later. Mwah. Oh, my friends.